everyone. Welcome to Risk Roundup. As gene editing technologies like CRISPR allow genetic material to be inserted, deleted, modified, or replaced in any living biological species, the rapidly emerging gene editing capability is exciting many for its potential applications. The rapid advances in genome editing applications are opening the door to a deeper understanding of the human health ecosystem. From therapeutic to non-therapeutic applications and enhancement, the potential applications of gene editing are so vast that human life can be transformed beyond recognition. To discuss gene editing applications with one such scientist, innovator, and entrepreneur further, I'm delighted to welcome Dr. Rajesh Choudhury to this roundup. Dr. Choudhury, he is the co-founder and CEO of Pharmacogenomics based in the United States. Welcome, Dr. Choudhury. I'm honored to have you on Risk Roundup. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, uh, uh, Jeffrey. Pleasure. Wonderful. Wonderful, Rajesh. So what is driving this rapid expansion of gene editing technologies and applications? Well, first of all, uh, it's it's a... Uh, uh, over a, over a period of time, we have uh, it's it's a part of the technology evolution. So essentially, as uh, it's a part of the human progress, we have been uh, progressing in technology by leaps and bounds. So essentially, that is the reason. It's human human innovation uh, uh, that 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 is in display. Yes, very true, very true that we technology is advancing so rapidly. So as you see. From your uh, assessment, it's not. It's, there is not just one gene editing tool. There are many gene editing tools, and there are many, you know, research initiatives emerging, and there are many applications emerging for commercial use. So, from your assessment, what are the trends in gene editing that you find uh, to be very, you know, exciting for the future of humanity? Well, gene editing Cas9 CRISPR is is the is the most popular one, uh, and we have adapted this uh, system from uh, from the bacterial system. So, uh, bacteria uses this uh, uh, this approach to disable virus uh, um, uh, virus. So, we actually developed uh, using RNA and a and a, and a and a guide sequence to find a pattern. So it's like a search engine. We find a, the, the pattern wherever the mutation, wherever we want to actually edit the DNA. And then it searches the DNA or the genome and finds that pattern. And then Cas9 would cut that DNA at, the, at that place, at that uh, location. So uh, that's, that's uh, where we are, uh, I mean, currently, uh, uh, you know, uh, looking at. Uh, sure. So when you say that you got this uh, technique from bacteria, do all bacterial cells use the same, you know, technique or, you know, this is only uh, any specific bacterium that is using this technique or based on which you all have developed, uh, the scientific community has developed these gene editing tools? Well, that I'm not uh, uh, clear about, uh, I mean, which bacterial system, uh, but the, the, the enzyme which we use, I mean, that, that can be changed. But the concept here is that, uh, is the, is the, uh, the fun part is the pattern. Yes. So the pattern that we search uh, in, the, in, the, in the genome is like 20, uh, you know, bases long. It can vary a little bit here and there, but... But that pattern is typically unique, you know, in the entire three billion base pairs that we have. So it, 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 uh, the, uh, the RNA along with the gu uh, guide sequence uh, that is there, it, it searches for the sequence 
perfectly almost accurately cas9 there has been a lot of uh, you know uh, excitement with regard to crispr cas9 because earlier techniques which were there this is much cheaper efficient faster and accurate so uh, because of that all of a sudden i mean people have started looking at this particular, particular technology i see uh, and moreover uh, the, the, there is another reason to this uh, in china for example there's a scientist who uh, uh, something known as crispr babies so uh, those uh, the father of those babies actually suffered from uh, from hiv virus so what he did was uh, he edited delta 32 uh, uh, mutation uh, in the genes of those babies so uh, with the view that uh, if uh, if that mutation is there i mean it's going to protect uh, those babies from carrying the hiv virus so from aids so that's why all of a sudden I mean, and and that experiment was actually done so i mean people the world could see i mean this technology was in was was uh, was working at least some experiment uh, was done so that that was uh, you know all excitement started to take place very true very true that, that it is uh, you know news everywhere you know all across nation so when that uh, scientist or doctor whoever conducted that gene editing you know to remove that hiv uh, disease potential did he do that uh, editing in the embryo or sperm how did he you know do that in the embryo in the in the in the embryo i mean you could uh, uh, in the embryo i mean uh, so, so the germline thing or the embryo and the uh, the the somatic uh, cells that we have somatic is fine i mean the, we can we can cater you know different diseases but here he did in the embryo itself so that is the whole uh, problem because i mean is going to now forget about uh, uh, doing experiment uh, and and removing a, a segment uh, from the dna but what about uh, you know the, the complete genome or dna transplant I mean, we now have lung transplant, heart transplant. Maybe at some stage in the future, we might also have DNA transplant, the entire DNA. So if somebody is smart, handsome, and if uh, parents would want, you know, beautiful babies, <laughs> they would say, okay, I mean, this this guy looks very handsome, and let's get the entire DNA of this guy out, and we would want, you know, somebody like him, <laughs> our babies like him. Yeah. So you never know. I mean, right now we are talking about just a segment of the DNA. And uh, so, equivalently, analogously, you have uh, you do ex um, you know surgery or, uh, with respect to heart when there's a occlusion in your uh, arteries. Uh, so, uh, similarly, something uh, of that nature is done for lungs. But when when there is a bigger problem, then you do lung transplant, heart transplant. Yes. Uh, so similarly, who knows? I mean, the way we are progressing, I mean, the entire DNA would be, so it's like a clone of that person, you know, multiple <laughs> clones. Mm -hmm. Now, that's where the the the, um, the ethics and, and, and uh, regulatory and policies and those aspects come into picture. Very true, very true. Because designer babies, like you just, you know, said, is going to become a trend. You know, everybody would want to have, you know, of course, beautiful babies, intelligent babies. I mean, when we figure out what are the genes that uh, or the pathways uh, that are going to, you know, make a direct impact on how intelligent a person can be, then, you know, of course, people are going to go for that kind of gene editing 
to have their babies or themselves, you know, make, become more intelligent. You know, that trend will happen. And uh, that is something, you know, we have to be very cautious about because we are right now focusing only on the genes, you know, uh, take editing gene, taking out gene or adding a gene to, you know, get the desired functionality. But the gene expression how you know under what conditions certain genes you know express that is something we need to pay more attention to because without you know understanding under what conditions what environment certain genes you know are uh, expressing and uh, certain diseases are happening or certain diseases not happening or certain you know uh, functionalities you see in human you know certain personality traits we have to have a deeper understanding. So there is a lot of research that still needs to be done. But uh, if we see how the genome, ed genome editing is done today, not just what happened in China, but all across nations, how do you see it fundamentally transforming healthcare and the human ecosystem as far as, you know, making human body more healthier and, you know, getting rid of the diseases that, that uh, becomes a uh, economic burden to, to a lot of nations like diabetes, you know, cancer, you know, cardiovascular diseases, all different kinds of diseases because it's a lifelong treatment that people have to go through and it adds a lot of economic burden to nations. So do you see any possibility, potential for those kind of uh, gene editing uh, techniques or, uh, uh, you know, approach coming in the near future? Yes, of course. In fact, uh, this uh, uh, there's a company, uh, and they have they, they have got you know huge amounts of money. Very recently, they are focusing on just heart disease. Now, and uh, what they are claiming is very soon we are going to have cure. So one shot of uh, of of medication or or a drug, and and you you are uh, done for for life. I mean, you are you are good to go. Uh, your heart disease is, is going to be over. I uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, personally, I think uh, um, unless until um, I see that, I mean, it's very difficult to, to actually, uh, you know, uh, because the thing is this, all these polygenic diseases, they are, they are not caused just because of, right now we have very uh, lesser understanding of what exactly are the are the causes for these diseases like for example there is one mutation now mutations are also they they, they keep uh, you know changing over a period as as the technology is advancing we are having more mutations coming into picture so the thing is like what exactly is causing and this is context specific uh, you see so uh, depending on the environment, depending on other, uh, you know, uh, variables like uh, uh, your race and, and other things. So, for example, a pattern which is detrimental or, or is causing a disease in a particular person may not be causing a, the same disease in other person. It might also be possible that, uh, uh, you know, different interactions which are taking place and this is combinatorially explosive. I mean, there, there are tons of uh, combinations to test. And what, and that's also again context dependent. So, like, uh, th this is a very uh, like classic case where CCR5 uh, gene is protective uh, for a disease, uh, uh, AIDS, is causing other diseases. And that, that all uh, other diseases means, like, for example, uh, influenza and West Nile virus. And uh, very recently, paper got published in Nature Medicine, which is in a way, hinting that uh, if you had that mutation which is 
which is uh, protecting you from AIDS would likely reduce your, uh, you would get killed prematurely. I mean, you would die prematurely. So, uh, and, uh, so these are the problematic aspects, you know, uh, how, unless until we clearly know for a person, what are the causal factors for a disease? How are we going to find, okay, the DNA is, uh, the genome is 3 billion. If we know the exact patterns along the uh, genome, which for which we know for sure that they are causing the disease for that person, how are we going to do the DNA editing process? So that is the point. Unless, unless until we, we, are, we know the real causal factors for diseases, what are we going to edit on? Forget about, uh, forget about uh, the monogenic. So that's why I said like for monogenic diseases, they are simpler uh, uh, system uh, or, or uh, disease systems uh, because they are monogenic. Single um, genes are, are uh, you know, uh, causal factors for uh, seemingly, seemingly. That's the knowledge for today. So if, if gene editing works for those diseases, then, okay, we, we are far more confident that, okay, we can use this technology for other diseases, maybe, you know, for more complex diseases. Complex diseases at this stage, for any disease, we are not at all sure what are the, what are the true causal factors. Mutations, okay, they are, uh, you know, some mutations are, are very specific for some diseases, but not all. And what effect if we uh, added those mutations, what effect, uh, positive effect, for example, we would, uh, you know, we, we, we could know because we are, uh, we, we know some mutations are, are, are specific to some disease, but what harmful effects those mutation, editing of those mutations would cause. So that's a real, not only fascinating, interesting part, but that's also a pretty, you know, we Scary part because now come to think of this, if I edit the DNA for a drug, so it's like a parallel system which we are causing uh, um, uh, where drug operates. Drug operates at the protein level and uh, gene editing is a, a, a sort of a new medicine which is going to operate at the DNA level. For drugs, we can stop the drug. Because drug actually manages the disease, not cures the disease or, or make a permanent change. Okay, for some diseases, when you take, uh, you know, uh, medication for chronic diseases, permanent damage do tend to occur because of side effects. But here, if we make the change in the DNA, that's almost like permanent because this company is, again, like, for example, saying one shot and you are good to go. Fine. Okay, one million shot and then you are good to go. What effects are going? Uh, it's going to cause. I mean, nobody talks about that. At, um, uh, you know, at this stage. So, I mean, that's where we are. I am very excited, but at the same time, I um, my feeling is that uh, let us be realistic. Yes. Let us be realistic. It's a hype. There is a lot of hype. There is excite exciting technology in place, but we have to be a little careful about. No, we have. We have to be very careful. I think mm. rather, if I have to take, if I'm a decision maker, rather than focusing on disease by disease, you know, what uh, gene plays role in which disease, I will focus on human health. 
making uh, you know human body more much more stronger in the sense that you know focus on what genes play role in metabolism that you know everybody's metabolism is very active and you know those kind of things i would focus on uh, rather than you know going disease by disease but again let's see you know where all the scientists are uh, focusing their approach on and it, because this ability to change dna with precision has transformative potential i mean everyone thinks it's very precise that these you know uh, tools makes us you know the cuts at a very precise location but we still don't know what exactly is there on those locations and you know how, what role it plays in human health or human diseases so there is a loss in a lot to understand and from the loss of functions to gain of functions what will we lose you know by you know splicing the gene at certain positions so the there is a still a lot that needs to be understood understood but the potential of this technology is very vast and of course you know everybody is you know very excited about it because uh, this is uh, almost like a new industry is developing and with a huge potential but it has a huge implications because it plays a role in evolution you know also and uh, if we carry this kind of changes in embryos you know then it is going to be hereditary it's going to be for life like you said uh, that you know companies working on uh, just take one uh, you know gene uh, Uh, short and then you know you never have to worry about it but those changes will be hereditary because then their kids you know will go through those changes their kids and if we have made mistakes then it is going to have a bigger impact on the human population so uh, there are a lot of consequences and uh, that's what we need to be very careful about from your assessment do you know if there is any scientific body that is paying attention to all this uh, Uh, risk that could emerge from that because gene editing gives us capability of course to pinpoint the location and function of a gene but the question is that uh, what emerges and what uh, impact will it have uh, in the future so we cannot be just short sighted and think of just uh, splicing a gene and you know adding gene or deleting gene uh, and uh, not worry about what bigger implications that would be yeah uh, the the the, the... so of course i mean the government has to play an active role at some stage and, and in fact there there have been you know some initiatives uh, recently which uh, they have started looking into you know these kind of issues uh, whether to allow uh, editing uh, of uh, you know embryo dna the, the one more thing which i want to uh, mention here is that uh, although there have been specializations in different fields like for example we have you know super specialty uh, in medicine cardiology this and that that's all fine but the 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 the, the adverse effect of that is we have become silos so for example if uh, 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 although the, uh, like god has created us as, as one single entity one single body it's not that my heart is different from me myself or my brain is different from me myself what happens is like uh, now nowadays uh, so uh, regarding gene editing companies have come up which are specializing only in a particular disease so come to think of this if i have a heart problem or if i have a lung problem that lung company would come and try to focus only on my lungs the problem there is okay my lung would get better but the adverse effect of that uh, you know treatment would go somewhere let's say in my in my legs or in my bones or in my blood 
they are they would care least about that because that's not their specialty and that's in fact happening i've seen quite a few examples in the real world where drugs are given like for example antipsychotic drugs they are they are just awful so if you were to take antipsychotic drugs for a long period of time you would become immobile after a few years so because of uh, you know uh, so many things like drug induced parkins parkinsonism and there are thousands of other diseases which the uh, uh, you know uh, psychiatrist like if i'm tr- getting my brain treated and get, uh, and uh, administering uh, you know antipsychotic drugs he would care just about my brain he is least bothered about other uh, you know parts of my body so the, the the system that we are now encountering is not holistic in nature yes we are just focusing on individual components of the body while the, the point to uh, to uh, of uh, to point the point to to uh, you know the what we need to realize is that myself is not that single component i am a full complete body and i am a you know complete entity yes. that's where the problem so let's say for the gene editing part if my uh, i suffer from a disease and they you know i get my dna cut that disease is fully cured but on the other hand i i i you know uh, catch thousands of other, uh, tens of other diseases what what is going to who is going to be uh, be uh, held accountable for there, there should be some accountability right so yeah. that is the issue otherwise the technology is fantastic i mean actually bacterial system should should, uh, should uh, uh, you know the, that system is is a claimant for nobel prize maybe i mean it's such a good tech, uh, very exciting technology but it needs to treat a human body from an holistic from a holistic angle right. not just one part i mean okay you treat my this part and the other parts go uh, go bad no the, that's uh, that would then be then what is the difference between you know the, the current modern medicine the drug system that we have uh, that, that uh, gene editing is is far far more dangerous uh, you know because the, the change is permanent you need to uh, how would you reverse that change then they i mean the, the, they would come up with some something which is going to you know reverse that i, I don't know how that is going to happen but at this stage it's 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 uh, uh, broadly speaking it's 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 a very exciting but we uh, we need to be real very true and like you said every the whole body is not just one organ everything is interconnected and interdependent exactly that is the thing yes so you and we we are a fine balance you know god is the nature has created us as a fine balance i mean we we are in unless until we abuse our body then it's a different matter but otherwise we are a fine balance i mean and it it uh, and it, so i mean we are perturbing or disturbing that system with something with a permanent change and what effect is is going to have is um i mean we we just have to wait and watch yes no i mean i i hear your point you know concern because so far over the years you know nations develop systems that look that problem in silos and focused on you know individual problems if we talk about human health and human body then we focus on individual disease not on you know the why this disease is happening because there must be something wrong in how the human body is operating so there was no focus on that but now 
it looks like you know there are some emerging you know trends which gives a hope that you know not just the you know healthcare system but other systems also financial system and risk management system everywhere you know people have started thinking about you know interconnectedness interdependencies because unless we understand you know what is the impact of doing one action how is going to impact uh, the rest of the components of a nation or the rest of the components of a body you know we have to pay attention to that and when we use technology like gene editing which has you know evolutionary implications you know and uh, can also in the worst scenario has a potential for extinction you know doing triggering some changes which would you know cause extinction of human species uh, you know those kind of uh, risk are there so we have to be very very cautious we have to figure out who is accountable who is responsible who is you know uh, making sure that uh, we are doing everything that is necessary to prevent such you know critical security is that could emerge from there so we will wait and see but your concerns are very valid and i i think we have to pay attention to that now as we you know move forward i mean like we talked about that in china there are already experiments happened about the uh, creating designer babies gene editing though you know their uh, effort was to prevent the hiv but it's still a designer baby but there are also uh, like you said you know many initiatives emerging for treating diseases cardiovascular diseases and other diseases but there, it it's not just the humans we are talking about we are also experimenting on plants and animals and we are trying to develop disease resistant cro crops and you know uh, trying to do you know uh, there are many other initiatives emerging so what are those non human non healthcare you know initiatives that you are aware of you know across nations that people are working on scientists are working on well uh, the the uh, agriculture is is one sector where um, uh, you know are like for example different crops um, uh, cotton and others like genetically modified uh, uh, agriculture produce uh, we are working on so uh, over a period uh, uh, what happens like uh, for example insect uh, uh, resistant crops so in order to make those crops they are changing the uh, the character very characteristics of that crop uh, so uh, i mean you you that that crop is going to be resistant to to insects but uh, it may change the the nature of the crop like for example uh, uh, the taste uh, for example might might get affected or something else basically the the whole idea uh, here is wherever we are going to make change there are going to be beneficial effects and the adverse effects and we have to bring the right balance between these two that's the that's the it's it's uh, uh, it's like walking on a, on a rope so uh, you have to balance and how they are going to define the balance that's a very very wide and subjective area so at the end of the day the the uh, point is that that balance i, I mean well your for humans i mean your quality of life should should get better uh, longevity of life should be there uh i mean these kind of issues uh yes yes i i hear you on that now as you just said you know the quality of life longevity all those you know uh, variables are you know scientists are focusing on so how do you see 
if we talk from evolutionary per- perspective, if we talk from, let's say, you know, intelligence, because right now there is a lot of concern that, you know, as AI, you know, reaches towards technological singularity, then, you know, we humans have to compete with, you know, a, a artificial super intelligence. And will we be able to, you know, evolve that rapidly like, you know, AI? And we are not, of course, you know, human evolution uh, where we have reached has taken, you know, thousands and thousands of years. Uh, changes and ch- changes that happen, you know, on the evolutionary scale were very slow and it happened on its own time if you look at, you know, human uh, evolutionary history. So if we talk about intelligence, to compete with you know artificial super intelligence then uh, do you see that gene editing would be able to help us to bring those kind of evolutionary changes uh, for human intelligence so and uh, so that we can compete with artificial super intelligence in the coming years well first of all artificial intelligence although it has huge uh, uh, you know uh, uh, utility but then again there is a lot of hype in there the thing is, at the end of the day, artificial intelligence or machine learning is just a tool which humans are going to, uh, you know, design. Einstein had said one beautiful uh, quote that uh, intelligence or imagination is something which is very unique to human and it's infinite. So that is where the, uh, when, when you have large number of variables, their AI and machine learning do play a great role. That's, that's absolutely without doubt. But when it comes to imagination, because what variables are you are going to feed to the AI or machine learning system to learn is you are going to feed in. Although, uh, so for example, uh, there is some concept known as unknown unknowns. Unless until you know about that, uh, uh, you don't even know what you don't know. <laughs> so, so what you're going to feed into your AI system is is uh, is is based on your knowledge, and that AI system can only go so much, you know, ahead based on what you have fed. But there can be an entire big world out there where, you know, there could be other many meaningful, several meaningful uh, variables which you are missing. And that uh, uh, AI system can go with, uh, you know, uh, derived variables, higher order variables to train itself. Uh, But I mean, these variables which are hidden, that that AI variable, uh, AI system would would find it a lot of difficulty in, in, in... lot of difficulty means those would be simply be hidden so only imagination only human so i am i am i'm little skeptical that ai can do a great job but as far as imagination goes i'm not sure whether it's going to overpower humans humans have uh, have, have <laughs> they are going to they can govern us they can manage us they can do all sorts of things but they cannot in imagination they cannot go beyond us that is that is clear. Uh, so, so I mean, I hear you. Imagination, creativity, or ideas—you know, new ideas—all these things are, you know, very unique to humans. But when we talk about, let's say, memory, you know, uh, yeah. our human memory is not that as efficient as you know, as you see with the uh, machines, because you know, you try to do uh, ask any question immediately, you know, you get an answer, but. We try to remember. It will take us. We a lot of times we don't even remember what happened, you know, before a few years or 
uh, we don't have that clear memory. So that yes. processing power, uh, we don't have that uh, rapid, such a you know quick processing capability like you know. Absolutely. That, so the, that 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 that's where uh, the difference lies. You know, the uh, regular work which which can be uh, you know work done by thousands of people, mechanized work that uh, or uh, prediction using thousands of variables machines can do fabulously well but when you imagine i mean the einstein could do experiments just by thinking how stars are going to you know they, they interact with each other those kind of imaginative experiments uh, i don't uh, maybe machines are going to do that at some stage but overpowering or overpowering in the sense like going beyond human imagination is something which i I, I have, uh, I don't know, I, I, let me put it that. But again, coming back to gene editing, parents would like their kids to be like Einstein, right? Or, or maybe somebody with, with an IQ of 200 plus or whatnot. Yes, that's a concern. That is a clear concern. How, uh, again, handsome. So that's where, as I said, like, Maybe at some stage in life, we would see uh, DNA, entire DNA. Why just chop a little segment out of DNA? Just get the entire DNA transplanted from some, you know, tall, tall handsome person to to a, 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 as a designer into a designer baby. So yeah, that so, opportunity is there. You are right, but and and then all these things will tie are tied to the evolution because you know evolution occurs when there is a change in genetic material, right? So. Mm. It, the DNA, if we are, uh, once you know, like what happened in China, that uh, change that happened in the embryo, that is inherited, you know, and now it will uh, pass on to the future generations if uh, that person is lucky enough to have a child, if they live long enough to, you know, have uh, children. So those evolutionary impact, it's it's not going to happen in one generation, but, you know, several generations, you know, those ch changes that keep happening and then we will see evolutionary changes happening. So gene editing is basically throwing the whole evolution process in turmoil because so far, you know, the mutations happen, you know, in a natural ways and, you know, our... Uh, human systems and you know processes you know over over the years were able to you know handle those mutations or you know they accepted the impact they uh, you know rejected the impact whatever happened but the evolutionary process it was very slow and it you know very it happened on its own time and it nature created that but now we have the tool to do the evolutionary process, you know, ourselves, we can, you know, create this, uh, we can entirely fundamentally disrupt the evolutionary process. So if, let's say, scientists are able to do the scientists like you in the coming years are able to do those kind of uh, uh, big changes, you know, that would impact the future of humanity. What, uh, what impact do you see because of it? Do you think that uh, scientists are thinking of uh, interfering in the evolutionary process? Well, that that seems to be uh, the. I mean, that's a absolutely brilliant point. I mean, that that's what the what is going to be what is happening. I mean, right now, gene. What is gene editing? That is, we are playing with the nature, right? Um, I I don't know what is uh, frankly what is going to happen if if we start to play with the nature, and uh, I I I just do not know. 
and it's so fast changing the the uh, the the information like for example just a few days back a, pa a paper got published in nature so earlier our our thinking was that each cell has the same you know genome uh, so almost similar somatic cells they have all uh, uh, similar genome but now it seems that according to that paper they actually compared human uh, different cells you know uh, i think around 500 cell types they they try to find out uh, the uh, the composition of the uh, dna and and they compared the genome so they found out actually the mutation pattern itself is is uh, so there's a mosaic you know like different cells have their different mutation type like skin cell um uh, inside your stomach the cells are there is uh, and um uh, lungs so these cells typically had a mosaic where you you had lots of mutations but the thing is like those mutations are deadly or not i mean they are going to cause cancer or not that's a different matter altogether earlier the thinking was that we had almost similar type of uh, uh, dna where there uh, i mean mutation and the genome itself uh, there was consistency uh, in different cells so this paper all of a sudden has uh, <laughs> brought another uh, view or another thinking that uh, i mean mutations we are full of mutations uh, in some patients the, uh, those mutations um, you know could create uh, diseases whereas in general those mutations are harmless yes. so these findings they found out in in normal cells so what my sense is that we have very uh, at this stage we have very little knowledge so i don't know what what gene editing is going to unless until we are very clear about what is causing the diseases which may we may know at some stage and uh, i mean i don't know maybe 10 or 20 years down the line we may know the causal factors so at this stage at least the the, the state of the art is that we are not fully forget about fully we are just very uh, uh, you know in a, in a uh, we have very little knowledge about about the causal factors for the disease and if if we if we do not know that then what what are we going to edit so with half knowledge if we try to edit something and if something goes wrong most likely it will uh, according to murphy's law <laughs> so i mean so where we are going to land uh, the, so we have it's not that the, we should not pursue the technology technology is extremely exciting but we should be extremely cautious and and careful about the adverse effects yes so yes. you pointed out a you know uh, the uh, this uh, uh, you know going uh, we are we are playing with the nature so these uh, changes are going to transmit to the to the progenies and and you know go down the line what effect that is going to cause is another you know head of a multi headed amoeba so it's it's a it's a it's a lot to you know it's a yeah lot to think about lot to lot to regulate uh, uh, yes it's 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 a problematic thing on the other side not this side this side is ex looks extremely exciting so we have to you know keep the hype little down uh yeah that's about uh, so there we are Yeah. that's the that's the reality that's the fact so <laughs> you're right i mean the technology is exciting you're absolutely right so 
once uh, you know we come across such a you know brilliant technology then we would think that yeah let's do this let's do that you know we get carried away and start doing experimentations where we should not be because for example you know i the paper that you mentioned about i have read that you know and it's a, it's something you know to be very concerned about because this is not just one set of dna or that is there in the entire body there are a lot of variations you know and variables so we have we don't like you said you know we don't have much understanding about what variables play a role into human health or human diseases so there is a lot to you know first we need to understand before we start experimenting with you know uh, nature and uh, what i don't understand is there is a group of scientists they are trying to bring back the species that uh, have already been extinct wow <laughs> why do we need to do that <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> i just don't know somebody would say let's bring dinosaurs back and you know why do we need to go that path so that again you know yes all these things are exciting you know the very thought that yes we can bring back the species that has been extinct you know but do we need really need to do that but again you know uh, yeah. i hope that is yeah, i have a very strong uh, you know faith in in the nature so nature is is is, a, is as i said like it's a fine balance and it knows how to play its its uh, its its, uh, its game how to balance things everywhere i mean the entire uh, so nature is very well aware uh, and it even doesn't know that these different disciplines exist like for example this actually richard feynman had mentioned <laughs> it is is beautifully captured so i mean there are different disciplines physics maths chemistry biology but the nature does not know that yes even yes. then nature is such a fine balance and we are still struggling to understand uh, you know different aspects of nature uh, re, uh, just one point where we had touched upon just a moment back uh, uh this paper uh, where it found out you know the, these different cells uh, have a different makeup as far as the genome is concerned now it all of us so there there was a some uh, you know researchers were working on cell free dna so the assumption there were they were they were uh, thinking that uh, those cell free dnas like in case of cancer they are emerging from uh, coming out uh, in the blood from the tissues that were affected from cancer but now if the if that was the thinking the, the real premise behind the the experiment was that but all of a sudden this paper has come out now this paper has mentioned that uh, you know those mutations could be there in normal cells i mean those are normal cells but the mutations exist but those mutations are not causing any harm so all of a sudden that cell free dna analysis or experiment which uh, folks were thinking that okay these uh, mutations are only emerging out of uh, you know cancer affected cells that idea has gone for a toss all, all in just one shot you know with with the public uh, with uh, this particular publication which has come out you know where uh, they have mentioned you know the genome uh, with different dna or uh, um, mutation makeup uh, they are different there's a mosaic Uh, of uh, mutations in different cells it's not the same as as was the earlier thinking 
so i mean things do so the, the the point is that the information is changing so rapidly our beliefs are changing so rapidly in the in the light of new information that is coming in so things are exciting um, getting a dinosaurs back i mean i don't know what to say <laughs> it is yeah, you are right i mean the information is emerging very rapidly and there is a lot to be you know careful about because uh, you know i mean this is a little bit off topic but just based on uh, ha- having a presence of a gene a lot of people are you know going for mess- you know removing of their breast you know surgeries you know just being so fearful that because they have certain gene that you know that will cause breast cancer and this people are you know opting women are opting for removal of uh, breast so there is uh, i would rather focus on you know uh, what role will play the in the gene expression and focus on that you know rather than moving certain organs in the body but there is you know a lot of fear out there you know and uh, you, you, you you brought up very pertinent point uh, you know in the general uh, this is this is about the healthcare so you know direct to consumer there are companies out there uh, which come out with uh, uh, then uh, there are big companies which are you know ex- um, you know having extrusion into our our system at a very fine uh, granular level like for example measure this measure, measure that measure everything and keep uh, keep uh, alerting the person okay now your um, you know this reading is there, um, your bp is this much your this reading is that much yes the important point is if the if i am the patient and i continue to read that then i become fearful Yes. So if I don't die of that particular aspect, I would die of you know fear. Maybe okay. My I'm, this is this is. I don't know. This is overdose of when you give overdose dose of information. Every mind, every brain is going to interpret that in a different light, as per in the context of himself, in the context of himself or herself. Very so that's that in itself is pretty dangerous you know if you misinterpret the the information and that to such in huge quantity how is that uh, even if you uh, that gadget helps you in any way like for example it says okay you might there, there's a there's a chance that you might suffer from something that again itself is 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 uh, is pretty um, sort of dangerous for for your for your psyche for your for your well being for your you know fine living so yes very true because i mean look at this 20 uh, companies like 23 and me right it's direct to consumer kits everybody you know, they send to everyone you know and people uh, get tested and then they get the reports you know that you have this gene you know you have this mutation you are likely to you have certain percentage of having this disease and then you know people not everyone you know is uh, capable of you know evaluating this uh, information that they are receiving from a you know different perspective they don't go to doctors and talk about it you know then they start getting uh, fearful about it so you are absolutely right that it causes lot of fear so there needs to be some sort of balance you know yes direct to consumer thing is great but we need to make sure that those kind of data when it you know the consumers receive that whether you know they should receive the information in certain way whether you know what else needs to be there so that you know the, there is not a you know fear or you know panic you know happening and causing bigger problems so yes you are right there is a lot that we have to be careful about and that, that i mean another you know 
risk that I see, you know, emerging is that as, you know, we identify what traits, you know, what genes are responsible for what traits, for intelligence, for beauty, for, you know, all kinds of things, then, you know, people who are rich, who can afford, they will go for those, you know, uh, gene editing uh, and process and, you know, they will uh, achieve what they want to achieve so that they, you know, uh, have... Uh, better you know capability if we find out intelligence gene then of course then they are going to go for that and you know so they they have a uh, they they are one step you know ahead than the rest of the public so it is they, there is also a lot of uh, concern emerging that the playing field and, and the justice you know all that you know the level playing field is disappearing i mean it is still not a level playing field but whatever you know le almost level playing field that you know we have right now that it will disappear because then, you know, rich will, you know, just keep getting uh, more and more enhancements. So that is also a big concern that uh, where should the gene editing uh, application be allowed and, you know, what uh, accountability and what structure we need to put about that because these are all security risks emerging for the broader society that we are talking about and uh, it will impact the future of the humanity. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? What... Uh, where how how do you see we put together a structure governance structure that is accountable for um, ensuring that we don't do any of these uh, procedures you know that can uh, till the playing field or that can create some evolutionary uh, risk security risk or you know uh, some other kind of risk that can emerge from that well that that that's a uh, um pretty elaborate topic it's i mean coming out with or coming up with policies uh, how to regulate of course it has to be regulated but i am not really sure if depending on the on the on the delivery of uh, uh, this type of a medical system how easily accessible it is how uh, you know people can uh, uh, you know uh, how easily it is accessible to people would determine, you know, its 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 uh, its side effects. Uh, how they can uh, uh, misuse this this particular technology. Uh, regulate regulation has to come come into picture, but then a lot of thinking needs to be done. I I for now I do not know what exactly needs to be done in this area because it's so vast. The the important point is. So whatever I say, I mean that that's complete uh, total guesswork because the the technology itself is evolving so fast. So, uh, for example, you just mentioned a moment back, you know, getting dinosaurs back. I mean, what regulations are? Yes. <laughs> so some rogue rogue folks can can um, can um, play around with with. Uh, in any way, they they. So I mean, the, this this area, this thinking. Where, uh, I mean, some careful thought uh, yes. uh, need to do, go into, you know. Uh, but yeah, this is a sensitive, this is a very, it's almost like internet, you know, the how it started, nobody was able to regulate it, you know. Now even governments cannot regulate. In some countries, it is regulated, but in a very limited fashion. But the entire world is almost open, you know, as far as internet is concerned. So yes. this particular thing, gene editing and related technologies, uh, they have the the uh, the power to change the entire healthcare of uh, in this in the world. Like the, 
is so potent in other words and so uh, so um, malleable so flexible that i mean it can go to any extent i mean it can start uh, covering diseases designer babies changing the humanity changing the society i mean every fabric of the society or humanity is going to get affected and change with with uh, um, uh, uh, with, with uh, this particular pa- with this particular paradigm so uh, yes i don't know it's a, it's a disruptive technology and uh, there are a lot of securities that emerges from that it is it has a huge potential it could like you said you know fundamentally transform healthcare it could do a lot of good for the humanity but it could also you know uh, take humanity towards extinction so there is a lot that we have to uh, think about we have to put together our collective thoughts in how best to regulate something like this because the government regulation alone is not going to be effective because sure. when you have democratization you know of destruction when anybody in any part of the world is able to do gene you know editing without you know any accountability or supervision or you know legal liability or even understanding of risk you know just the very thought that you know oh i can the, uh, create this you know i can uh, create this personality trait for me and let me do you know do this gene splicing or i want to remove this disease and they do all these you know themselves or they create you know some using synthetic biology you know broadly they can create some organism to destroy some you know ethnic ethnic group or you know uh, try to you know create some sort of a bio warfare so there is a lot that we yeah. have to be very very careful about but let's talk about your initiatives it looks like you know you are also uh, have some initiative towards uh, precision medicine so what mm-hmm. would you like to tell our global viewers and listeners about your initiatives and uh, where you are going well we we uh, st- we actually focus uh, in precision medicine pharmacogenomics uh, and our uh, main focus is uh, not on the dna part but on the on the gene expression part which is which is you know the dy- dynamic side of things so um, of course uh, we would be covering the dna but the, right now the this is this company has just started i mean just a few months back so our prime uh, you know, our focus at this moment is on uh, breast cancer and uh, uh, the gene expression patterns which are uh, which vary in a breast cancer patient compared to a, a normal patient and how patients are, are going to respond to a particular drug so uh, based on the uh, uh, gene expression patterns we try to segregate or segmentize or stratify patients based on their gene expression pattern and uh, we have built um, some uh, algorithms that uh, try to match the patients with the drug like uh, those patients who are most likely to respond well to a particular drug uh, we uh, our system predicts that so uh, so that, that is that is where, where we are at this stage over a period of time we are going to you know increase the 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 uh, uh, size of the umbrella right now breast cancer but Uh, with with time over a period we are going to cover all the cancers uh, uh, there uh, essentially the problem uh, in today's date is uh, uh, with respect to modern medicine is that uh, with respect to uh, drug effectiveness it's highly variable 
like just a, uh, some time back there was a publication in nature where they had mentioned that the top 10 blockbuster drugs have very little effective they are very little effective on on patients um, even blockbuster drugs so because of the genetic makeup we are all different uh, so our focus is to identify or segmentize those patients who are going to respond well to a particular uh, uh, therapy or uh, therapy regimen so we have published uh, some papers uh, with respect to uh, breast cancer and the results uh, seem to be fairly encouraging so let us see uh, how it all pans out with that. i think i i'm really glad you are focusing on gene expression i hope that there are more initiatives that emerge on that because understanding of under what conditions a gene you know expression happens and how whether that particular certain drugs would be effective you know on certain uh, patients that that is something that knowledge is much you know necessary so i uh, hope that you are able to figure out a lot of answers for the questions that we have and you published so that you know we are able to read that and benefit from that so thank you so much dr choudhury for participating in risk roundup today our thank, you, our thank you thank you Thank you. Thank you. Our global viewers and listeners would benefit tremendously from the understanding you provided on gene editing. And even if a single individual or entity can benefit from the discussion we had today, this risk round of dialogue has been of service and we thank you for that. So Risk Roundup, a global initiative launched by Risk Group, is a security risk reporting for risk emerging from existing and emerging technologies, technology conversions and transformation happening across cyberspace, aquaspace, geospace, and space. We at Risk Group believe that risk management, security, and peace, they all walk together hand in hand. Though security is related to management of threats and peace to the management of conflict, risk management is related to the management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict. And it is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two. All three concepts feed into each other. We believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secure for everyone across nations. Tradition becomes our security. So if you build a culture of managing risk effectively, it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace. Let's manage the existing and emerging risk together. For more information on the Risk Roundups, to watch or listen to the Risk Roundup video or your podcast, please go to riskgroupllc.com and do not forget to subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jayshree. Host of Risk Roundup signing off. See you next time. Thank you.